Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. All right, welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. Okay, today we have a really unique opportunity to talk with the owner of Avad 3. Now, Avad 3 is a leading event production company based here in Northwest Arkansas. They have a real nationwide scope of operation. And Cameron, really glad you could take some time to sit in with us here and talk. So welcome to the program. It's a pleasure to be here, Jonathan. Thanks again for having me. And you're actually calling in from an active site, like where you guys are working, you're running a show, you're doing some kind of event. So what's going on? What are you and your team up to right now? Yeah, we're doing what we love to do. We're we're on site setting up for a 3000 person conference right now. So we're, we just built the stage, the lighting trusses are in the air. We're doing sound checks right now. So the team's doing what they love. Oh, that's great. And you guys are on the road quite a bit, aren't you? Uh, You're a mobile operation. Yeah, we do a lot of travel. We're really proud to be based in Northwest Arkansas. I've, I've spent my whole life there, grew up there and and love it. Um, but we've really grown the business larger than our home market really needs us to be, which is great. It makes us be able to serve the home market at an even higher level, but it does have us go on the road a little bit. And I really like it. We're, we're building a place we all want to work is something we say in Northwest Arkansas. We're creating jobs there. We're importing cash back into our local economy by being able to take this crew on the road. So it's, it's, it's really exciting. That's great. That actually uh, really gets me thinking more, even about along the lines of the company, you know, not a lot of people may be familiar with this industry, you know, event management, sound, all this stuff. It's often a background operation, which is fair to say. I mean, that's what you guys do. So tell us a bit about Avod3. I mean, what do you guys do? What's the distinctive of your company in the industry? You know, I've heard a lot of people who speak really highly of your company. So you guys have a really good reputation, which is great, but give us a little insight. Yeah, I really appreciate that. I'm, I'm honored uh, to hear that. We we really serve behind the scenes. Um, you know, pretty much any conference you've been to or any large show or production, uh, the people that are making the sound happen, the, the cameras and the video happen, the streaming, the recording, all the lights and the stage action and everything, that's us. And um, it's a really cool kind of servant-hearted industry because it is a very thankless job on purpose. We wear all black on purpose. You only really think of those things when something goes wrong. And we really pride ourselves on minimizing those moments. And so for the most part, we're really in the background. But what really fuels me, what fuels us is this notion of whatever the conference is that we're serving that day, whatever the organization is, we're literally amplifying their mission. We're putting a, a megaphone um, to their mouthpiece. And so this organization is all about developing young people and seeing them grow in their skills. And we're literally amplifying that. We're literally allowing them to gather and amplify and kind of magnify what they're doing with what we get to do. And so we don't mind kind of being in the background and serving because we're uh, enabling their mission and vision. And that's what, that's what got us out of bed real early this morning after being up really late last night. That's fantastic. I love the commitment to the servant heart and the servant influence. Uh, this this industry obviously really demands that. And like you said, you don't 
you don't get a lot of credit necessarily. Uh, you don't even get noticed unless things go sideways. And if something goes wrong, then everybody knows <laughs> who's in charge. But if everything goes right, you don't, no one even says anything because it's, you know, goes as according to plan. Uh that's that's an interesting role to be in. You know, one of the things that uh, really struck me when I started to get to know you and your company, uh, you know, it's the name of the company, Avad3. So that immediately hooked me. Even before I knew what you guys did, I was like, I need to meet these people. This is great because Avad, the word is straight out of the original commission, the commission to work that God gave Adam and Eve in Genesis 2.15. You know, the scripture says, then the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. And this scripture is part of the cornerstone of what we know as theology of work. You know, that work was a commission given by God to mankind prior to the fall. It's not a result of sin or the fall. It's not a form of punishment. And also the word cultivate or avad, you know, the Hebrew word is avad, means work and worship, that combined understanding of work as worship unto God. And we derive our understanding of work being a form of worship. So, so the name of your company is loaded. It's loaded with meaning. It's got deep significance. And can you share the backstory on that? I mean, that's a, people will think about that or hear that like myself and wonder where does that come from? Because that's just putting it right out there. And so give us a little of the story of, you know, how did you come into your understanding of work as worship, of theology of work? Because there's obviously something back there that's really valuable that people need to hear. Absolutely, Jonathan. And that, that's why I love spending time with you because you're literally teaching me more <laughs> about our name that we've had for years to, to spend time with someone like yourself that really understands the the root of those words even deeper is is a real treat. Um, I'll tell you, uh, we had a terrible name starting out the first uh, year or two as a company. It was the opposite of Avad 3. It was the opposite of anything with meaning. I appreciate you saying Avad 3 is so rich with meaning. That's what really fuels me and inspires me. It was about the dumbest, worst name that you can imagine. <laughs> what happened was I, I was in, I formed the company in my dorm room. I, I went to visit an attorney to kind of draw up the LLC papers. And um, well, I was sitting in his office and he said, all right, kid, you know, what do you want to name this thing? And I said, oh, I didn't think we were doing that today. I thought we were just kind of doing paperwork. And he's like, yeah, the first line on this paper is what's the name of the company? And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about it. And he's like, you've been wanting to start this company for years. You haven't thought about the name. And I was like, oh, shoot, do I have to do this right now? And he's like, yes, you have to do this now. And I was like, well, can I change it later? He's like, yeah, yes, technically you could change it later, but we got to have a name. Oh, man. And so I literally just out of my mouth falls the dumbest name ever. I said, well, let's call it uh, Alamo Media. And, and then we'll just say, like, remember the Alamo for all your media needs. And that's about the dumbest, worst name. I cannot believe that that's what we went with. Wow. The problem was apparently it takes years to redo this paperwork. Oh, so man. for the first two years we were in business, we actually went by Alamo Media and we literally would say, remember the Alamo. I feverishly was wow. working on changing the name. We've got to come up with a better name. I cannot get out of bed every morning to go say, remember the Alamo. Um, and so That's we started so really searching for something with a little more meaning. And it ties into kind of what I was saying earlier about what what's really fueling us here to serve these people is knowing that our work matters. It, yeah. It's knowing that what we're doing here is making a difference, not just in the lives of the 3,000 attendees, but specifically in the life of the event planner, the, the woman, her name's Jessica on this one, who is tasked, it's her job yeah. to 
literally work a miracle and pull this thing together, we're, we're serving her. And so often in production, as we said earlier, you, it only gets noticed when something goes wrong. That often creates a very toxic culture among production crews. Huh. There's a lot of grumpy people in huh. production. There's a lot of people who kind of are a little bit jaded to say the least and kind of forget the why behind what they're doing. And I, when we were renaming the company, I wanted, I wanted to be named something that was very clear that what we're doing here matters. Um, sure. I was, I was at a conference and it was a Christian conference for young people. I was in college and um, it seemed like everybody at the conference was going to go be a missionary. They, they were just storming, storming the exits to run off and everybody's going to catch the same flight to Africa and off we we're going to go. And, <laughs> and the, the main speaker was Louis Giglio closing out the conference. I have a lot of respect for him. And he, he kind of had a mic drop moment. He said, wouldn't it be great if we we're all just missionaries? Let's all just go get on the same flight. Big cheerleader, you know, big pep rally. And then he, you could hear a pin drop and he said, you know, God made us all differently. Yeah. He made us, we're all created with unique gifts and abilities, and we're not all supposed to go do the same thing. Ask yourself, ask the Lord to show you what you're uniquely gifted in. And you can make your work, your spiritual act of worship. You can glorify the creator by using the gifts that he gave you properly, not trying to put a square peg in a round hole, not trying to, to you were born to do production and you're trying to, you know, and I don't want to dog on people who have served in the field. I have so much right. respect for you, Jonathan, but I was, I was born and created to do this and to serve Jessica downstairs yeah. and to be Jesus to these people. And naming the company of odd three reminds me of that every day. It reminds everybody here that our work can be serving others and that glorifies the creator. And so that's kind of the whole ethos of what we're doing and, and the name behind Avad 3. I love that story. And I love how, you know, in your journey and your understanding, you've really kind of captured uh, what I would call an understanding of your Metron. Like you really understand that this space, this sphere of influence and responsibility that God's given you, this is what it is. It's this person. It's this, uh, the, the people that are winning from this event going well the impact that's being amplified, all of that, uh, that's in your Metron. And you're not uh, striving to get out of that, so to speak, or get on that plane with everybody else to go somewhere else, but you're really going all in on that space that God's given you. You're, you're 100% right. And, and I love serving in my local church. I love serving the big C church every chance we can get. But I, I that's why I love everything you're doing with Metro Manager, because it's, it's, it's kind of you use the word dignity, which I think yeah. is really good, but it's, it's, it's honoring that yeah. this is what we're doing Absolutely. 40 hours a week or more. <laughs> it's honoring that, Hey, that might be where you're supposed to be uh, shining a light and, and don't, don't wait. It's not a compartmentalized thing that I serve here and I work there. It's, it's the same. And so we're very aligned. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I, I love the heart behind the company and, you know, how does that, you know, how does uh, that culture, like when you, these kind of things shape corporate culture. I mean, you're talking about how you shaped it right from the beginning, essentially, with getting the name correct and the mentality and the approach correct. You know, what are a few things that you do to maintain the culture, so to speak? Like, what are a couple of cultural channels that have developed? Because uh, you're the leader, you're the boss, you're the founder. Uh, you, you determine the culture, you model it. So, you know, what does that look like for you on a daily daily basis. One of the things we really try to do is to never forget who we're serving. Um, e even on this job site, you know, when I ran into 
Jessica in the hallway. She was talking on her phone with somebody trying to put out a fire. She was getting whisked from one thing to yeah. the next night. Um, I grabbed the, the, the young man who was walking with me, who, who's relatively new on the, our team. And I said, um, I said, you, you see her, you see Jessica, that that's who we're serving that. And do you see how busy she is right now? You see how tied up she is and how she has a yeah. hundred fires to put out. That's, that's why we're taking care of what we're taking care of so that she doesn't have to think about it. And then as soon as I got to run into Jessica later, I was with another teammate. I asked her, I said, you know, can we get you something? Can we get you anything out of your car? Is there something that we can do? Uh, we say 110% out of odd three. Is there something we could do kind of above and beyond? You know, I know we're handling the stage for you. I know we're handling the audio video lighting and that's what you're expecting us to do. We try to be so skilled in doing what's expected of us from doing it so often. We do 150 events a year. And so we try to be so skilled at that, that then we have a little bit of headroom, okay, a little bit of capacity to then go above and beyond. And it's something I haven't, I've not done well, to be honest, John, we're 10 and a half years in, and it's something that I've kept in my head. I've kept in my heart. It's something that's driven me, but I've not done a good job of scaling it, replicating it, communicating out to the team. And it's something that I'm really holding myself accountable this year to start to articulate a lot better from day one. When people are hired, here's our mission, vision, five core values. You know, Here's what we're trying to do here, and here's who we're doing it for. Um, there's folks who serve in our warehouse who will never get to be on site. They'll never get to meet the Jessica's. I'll stop using her specific right, name on this right. one, but they never get to meet this avatar, this person that we're serving. And so at our recent team meeting, you know, calling out, hey, here's something nice that somebody just told me last week on site. Here's something nice that a customer sent in an email. This is the difference that we're making for these people. Let's none of us forget when it's midnight and we're in the warehouse loading a truck. That's why we're doing it. Right. So the way you're operating, you know, obviously you're saying you're not getting this hundred percent right in what you're trying to do, but you're, you're intentional. I hear intentionality in that. And, and I think that that's a big, a big one I hear from companies that are actually quite successful in embodying the values of the kingdom and the mentality of God in their work is that they're intentional about people and intentional about serving. And I love how you are aiming to create margin, to create space for intentionality, to have a bit of a of headroom, to look for a way to go above and beyond. I I really don't think that most companies would even fathom that. They would see that as a pretty alien concept. But I see it as what what we consider a distinctive for you in the industry. And I can guarantee people listening to this that if you have a choice between A and B company, an A company makes 10% margin room for you to fix the issues that are ruining your day, who are you going to go back to on that when you need when you need an event management company or you need an auto mechanic or you need a supply chain manager? That's the distinctive. And I think that that's actually where you know a lot of companies do the same, same, like parity on certain levels, but then there's this little cap that can lift up almost where I, I would say that for Christians who really want the reputation of God and the love of God to shine in their space, it's that 10%. It's that little margin that goes up. And that is the little uh, light not being hidden under a bushel in their industry. And I really commend you for that. I mean, even just being aware of it. Obviously, none of us are going to get it right exactly what we're trying to do. But I, I see the intentionality in there and really recognize that. You know, do you guys get uh, people asking you about the name? Do they? Because it's kind of a, it's obviously a foreign word. Is that come up in your your dialogues? 
That's the worst part about the name, Jonathan, is nobody <laughs> knows how to pronounce it. I'll tell you what, Metron manager, you can at least, you can say Metron. It's phonically <laughs> accurate. Avad 3, you know, people don't know if it's supposed to be an A or an A or mm-hmm. an A, you know, there's so many things. So it comes up quite often. People usually drop the three and just shorten it to Avad. We really try to push people to say Avad 3 because if you just Google Avad, you know, you're going to get a Hebrew dictionary. Yeah. You know, we're going to be page seven on Google if you just do Avad. So try to push Avad 3. People ask about it. One of the things that's that's challenging to me is I really don't want to build a VOD three to be you know what I call a, a holy huddle. You know right. I don't want to just have a bunch of Christians here. I'm not I'm not trying to start a church. Right. We're trying to run a business, and and I believe if we if we really look at, at Jesus's life and and just even a quick glance at the Bible, we see that he was out with people. He was out in the streets. He was out right. in the community. He wasn't behind closed doors. He, he wasn't in the synagogue or in the church all the time. You know, he was he was out. And so I really try to be careful to not slap a Jesus fish on the back of all of our trucks and vans right. and things where really the only person who's going to respond to that is a, is a fellow believer. It's a Christian who says, oh, I love those guys. They're believers too. Let's give them our business. And, and if, if we're not careful, we kind of make a, a club you know, of, of, oh, you think like I think. And so let's think together and, and, and kind of a closed door situation. We really try to not proclaim the faith so boldly that we're beating the Bible over people's heads, but that we show them a difference in who we are. You know, these guys are serving above and beyond. There's something different about them. I think it's really later stages in relationships when there's trust built that it's appropriate to, to do those things. But even further, Jonathan, I don't want the entire staff to all be Believers, we don't. We're not right. asking people to profess Jesus as their Lord and Savior before they take the job or something. We don't. We don't <laughs> cross that bridge. I'm not shy about my faith yeah. in the job interview. I, I try to make sure people understand, like, you know, that's who I am, and, and I'm our leader, so that's going to be a part of who we are. Um, you know, if we're going to pray before meals around here from time to time. If that bothers you, you know, you want to know that before you come on. Um, but we don't. You know, we've got members on the team who, when they see a VOD three, it doesn't resonate with them the way that it resonates with the Holy spirit and kind of what it does to, to, to my mind and my spirit, and my body, when I think about it, but we can all people of character can all get behind this attitude of serving. Yeah. We can all get excited about I'm here to serve. And, um, and those who can't, you know, don't join the team obviously, but we can all get behind this embodiment of it's not about me. I'm here to serve. And um, that's really what we're, we're trying to do here. That's fantastic. You know, a lot of people would, probably hear this story and what you guys are, are doing, how you do things and think, I didn't even know this was possible. I mean, they would probably in their mind, it would be a little bit of a challenge to comprehend this to say, okay, now that I know this is actually possible, this can be done. I can aspire towards this. You know, maybe I want to grow up to be like Cameron. They might say some college students like, Hey, I want to go down this road. You know, what advice would you give that person, you know, early on as they're thinking about this, maybe they have a company and they really need to rename that company. And they're at that point where they're like, Oh man, we got to get this together so that we're on the right path going forward. You know, how do we move forward? How do we advance the kingdom of God in our company? What would you just throw out for them as advice? Yeah, I am um, well, so hesitant to give advice without, you know, so there could be so many different scenarios, but I'll, I'll tell you what, um, where I've messed up, you know, I'll tell you when I've kind of backpedaled and said, you know, I really would have done that differently. And that's really any time that I've been um, ashamed of my faith. Anytime where I have felt like I needed to 
um, kind of cover up who I was or cloak it or lie about it. It reminds me of, um, you know, right before Jesus went to the cross and, and Peter denied him you know, three times. This is like his right hand guy who's <laughs> not even having his back at the 11th hour. And um, I think it's important that if, if faith is going to be important to you, it's going to be a part of, of who you are to not be bashful about it. I can't tell you how many job interviews where I've felt like, oh, we're not, this person's not going to join the team right. if I kind of go down this road. Um, if I, you know, I need to stay neutral here. There's a lot of pressure in business to stay neutral. Right. And as I said, I don't want to beat the Bible over anybody's head, um, but I don't think we all have to come out and declare our political party. I don't think we'll have to come out <laughs> and declare, you know, all these different things about us. Yeah. But when I, when I've gotten that wrong is when I, uh, as I say, hide it under a bushel, as the children's song says, Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I can be who I am and be unashamed of, of my faith. And that's who I am. And, and here's Cameron, he's over here. And that's our, that's our leader. That's his identity. And there's also this brand of who we are. The brand is bigger than any one person. And so when we can set, okay, Cameron's over here and that's Cameron. And, and he's, he's big on that. And, and, you know, he, he'd love to talk about it if you want to, and the brand is over here and the, the brand is not necessarily tied to Cameron, which is difficult in a small business uh, to separate right. the two a small team of, 25, it's still very tied to me. Um, but I would just, I think anyone who's wanting to cross that bridge, um, I wouldn't beat the Bible over everybody's head. I wouldn't alienate people. I wouldn't make it a holy huddle. But I also wouldn't go to such an extreme that you're ashamed of the gospel and ashamed of who you are, because it's, it's clear that that's not what we're supposed to do. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, obviously, God's honoring you and honoring your approach, uh, regardless of the what you might consider success metrics in that, but uh, you know, he's honoring you guys and honoring uh, through that. He's honoring people that you're serving. And I think that, that, that conduit of blessing that you're opening up into your Metron and into your clients' lives, whoever they are, is a testimony of God's care and desire for people to actually benefit from the kingdom of God. So really commend you guys on that. And, you know, thank you for sharing with this audience. You know, you're adding a lot of value to this ongoing conversation we're having. And there's a lot of people out there that really care about the purposes of God. And they're just trying to figure out how does this all line up? How does it connect? And so this is a, this is a great testimony. I think it'll really impact people. And also thanks for opening up your company headquarters here coming up for our next marketplace mission consultation. Really excited about this. If anyone's hearing this and you want to join us for a powerful time of just discussion and networking and getting around people who are leading in their spheres of influence and trying to see those spheres look more like heaven in a dark and broken world, this will be a great event to participate in. So we really thank you for hosting us as well coming up here. And good luck with everything going on here with your event. And uh, we are really, again, grateful to have you on the program. It's, it's such an honor to, to get to know you, Jonathan. And I, as I said earlier, I feel like your, um, your mentality and your ethos around work is so aligned with mine. And it's an encouragement because if you came to that conclusion from reading the word and I came from that, to that conclusion from reading the word, then it must be truth. It, it must be something that's consistent that the Holy Spirit is leading both of us in. So it's encouraging to me to get to cross paths like this and um, it's obviously a simple gesture to open up the building to you. We'd love, we'd love to have you guys at the shop and, and anything we can do to help amplify your mission. That's what we're here to do. So, so thank you. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. 
Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.